Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome to the Daily Tribe Golden Nugget where we have one goal and that is to inspire you to succeed every single day. Today we're going to be working on our hearts. We are working so many of our muscles and our bodies and toning ourselves, losing weight, getting fitter, whatever our goals may be and we know that the heart is also a muscle that we need to train and try and connect with more. So we've spoken to Malika Meddings who is the founder of Harvest Calm before in the tribe program about her experience with panic attacks and what things really help and support her on her journey to optimum health with that. We're really going to speak about the mind-heart connection today so we can live more purposefully but also in better understanding of what our heart needs. So I'll give the floor to Malaga who shared um, this podcast Modest Fitness Week 2020 where she shares two incredible meditations that you can use to check in with your heart. And without further ado, over to you. To start by um, saying welcome to everybody. And I'm so, I'm so, so grateful that everyone who's come here, you're all bringing a Rohani presence and you're all bringing your Ruh connection and your Ruh attention to this space that we're sharing. And we're sharing a space about healing, which I find very beautiful. So I'm, I'm so grateful for you for coming today and sharing this space together there's um something that i heard which is that in the beginning before all the world started um allah took a portion of his light and he said be be the prophet muhammad and he took a portion of that light and um and he said be mankind and so it from that i understand that we all have a muhammadan light that comes from allah's light and so I, I celebrate that today with all of us coming here and sharing this space. One practice that I do, I normally do it in the morning, but I also do it at any point during the day that I need a check-in. And if you'd like to join in with me um, and we can do it together, it's using um, the palm of the hand. So it's the center of the palm, which in Chinese medicine is a very important point. So using both of your palms and the first palm goes over your heart center, which may be a couple of inches down from, from the top of where your collarbone is. I'm just having your hand on your heart. And then the other palm is over your belly button. And we just sit with that for a moment. And then the first greeting is just saying, hello, hello heart. And then wait a little moment just to see, does anything shift? And then asking my heart, how are you? How are you today? Taking a breath, just holding that space for a moment. And maybe nothing happens. Maybe the heart's very quiet, needs some time. And so without any expectation of any movement, or anything happening, or any response even, I say, I'm here. I'm here and I am with you. And then I am listening. Maybe a response happens, and maybe not, and that's okay. And then I ask, is there anything you would like to say? And then I wait. (sighs) 
And then I ask, do you have a hidden need? And normally in this time, something happens, something, an answer happens like, today I need to be quiet or today I need extra chocolate <laughs> or today I need to be heard at some point, but I'm not ready yet. And then when I ask about the hidden need, if no answer comes, then I say, I'm always here. I'm here for you all day. We're together and I'm listening. And when you would like to let me know, I will listen to you first and whatever's happening, however busy it is, wherever we are, I will check in with you and I will listen and I will do whatever I can to protect you and you come first. We are together in this. I am you and you are me and you are held and you are safe. You are held in light and you are seen, you are noticed. And I promise you, I promise you I'll take good care of you. And some days this means I end up crying and some days I end up feeling so, so peaceful. But whatever happens, it is a reminder to me that my heart is inside myself and that's my world. And I'm not in charge of anyone else, but I am in charge of what happens in here. And if I really take time to listen to what's happening inside, then I kind of get a sense of what my needs are today. And then I can work out, well, then what do I need from today in order to meet those needs? And that comes first. And so what I found over time is that it was very painful, actually, especially with some of the grief that I was holding from people that who have passed away. There's a lot of grief locked up in there. And sometimes it would take weeks for there was something that had a sense of something in the background that needed time to come out and that was okay. And so I found it was almost had an accumulative effect that over time, slowly but surely, my heart found her voice. And there was things that actually maybe I couldn't say out loud or I couldn't say to anyone else, but I could say to myself when I gave myself enough space and enough time. So, Something I found, sometimes I get a bit anxious when I'm traveling. So to sit like this <laughs> in an airport, well, it just doesn't work because um, I'm in public. So I have this idea of having like a beautiful golden, like a medallion in my mind. And so instead of using my hands, then I put the medallion over my heart in my mind, just in my mind's eye. And maybe it's the micro gestures of imagining something there, but it's really helped to use something in my mind's eye rather than my physical hands so that wherever I am and whoever else is there, I never have to feel embarrassed or self-conscious about um, checking in with my heart because it does, it comes first. There's this word which I really love. And I first heard it when I was studying about therapies, about having how important it is to have a sense of agency to mitigate stress and that things can get really, really stressful when we lose sight of the fact that we always have agency over our internal world. Because if somebody else is in charge of our heart, then that's risky and it's stressful. And so when I heard about this sense of agency, it really, really clicked. And then I read in the Quran this word, Khalifa, and I understand that um, 
when uh, people have many different understandings of this word. What it means to me, the word Khalifa means agent. And Allah said in Quran that he has made us as an agent on the earth. And that really, really changed my perception of myself and really made me realize that Allah loves me and that he has created me with an agency to engage with the world, um, however works for me. And I think with the suggestion growing up that somehow maybe women didn't have as much agency as men over certain things or in the Western world that women had to be a certain way. It reminds me that whatever's going on, I'm not in charge of what is out there, but I am in charge. Allah has put me in charge with his strength. He's given me strength to look after myself. So whatever the weather, I can choose how to respond. So in stormy weather, I put on extra coverings or in too much sunshine, I wear a sun hat. And it doesn't mean that I force myself to respond in a certain way, as in I have to be happy all the time. No, what I mean by it is that even when times are so stressful or so sad or nothing's happening, but somehow I find myself in such a sad space, whatever's happening, I can check in with myself and then I can create the context that I need to flow in. And so there's no demands on myself to respond in a certain way, but I can put the safeguarding in place so that, um, so that my vitality can be restored. And that's, you know, Allah gave me that gift and there's no one, no one in between me and Allah. So I, um, I find that really encouraging. And when I put my heart at the center of my concern, then whatever's happening, it's almost like a, um, it's like an anchor, like I've dropped my anchor into the Allah's ocean and whatever's happening, then I have that as my, as my North Pole. And it really, um, it changed things for me when I read that. So I'm so grateful. And so the idea of an agent also being someone as a safeguard so that um, I can put whatever guardianship measures I need in place to have strong walls so that um, there can be interaction with other people but I choose how close someone gets um, to my center, to my core. And I am in charge of that. And no one is allowed in unless I let them in. And so I think in the Western world, maybe I'm wrong, but I get a sense that women somehow have to be a certain way. Um, as in, you have to be pretty, you have to have, you have to be interesting, you have to you have to please other people. And I think this thing of agency to God kind of flips that on the head. So it's like, no, I don't have to be anything. <laughs> I am me and I have my guards in place and I choose who comes through the doors. And there's a really beautiful thing from the world of TCM from Chinese medicine, which is, I don't know if people know about the meridians in the body. So there's all the different organs in the body and they all have like an energetic presence. And one of the ones which I work with a lot, which I mentioned earlier, this really important point in the middle of the palm is the heart protector. And so the meridians are a bit like energy tracks in the body. And if there's any blocks in the energy tracks, then our capacity or our vitality protecting or um, digesting is slightly impaired 
And so with um, shiatsu, it's one of the ways of working with the body is to feel along the meridians and see where are the blocks so that the whole body vitality is raised. And the heart protector, I particularly like because you have the heart in the center and then you have this whole meridian system around the heart. And the heart protector, the main things that it is to do with is emotional connection to other people, emotional resilience in times of stress, and also the amount of space in between me and another person. So when my heart protector meridian is vital, is strong, is energized, when somebody comes towards me who wishes me harm, and I can see that they wish me harm, then when I'm in a vital space, I then can choose the amount of space that I have between me and them. It can be a person, it can be um, just something that's happening. Even if they don't wish me harm, they are a harmful presence. And my heart protector is like, you need a lot of space here. And when my heart protector is blocked, this conditioning starts to kick in and I start to think, oh, I've got to make this okay. I've got, I'm supposed to be diplomatic. I'm supposed to be kind. Um, and then they seem to come closer and closer to my actual heart. And then I can become harmed by that experience. And so I really, really like, um, really like working with the heart protector meridian because I feel um, I'm a very sensitive person. Um, I think many people are highly sensitive and, you know, maybe I have a conditioning that I needed to put on a front and, you know, be strong, but really, I, I'm someone who needs to guard my heart. And so working with this really helps me to have a sense of agency over between who I am, where I am, who other people are, what kind of emotional connection do I want to have with them? How much space do I want to see them once a month? And that's enough for our relationship. Or do I need to check in more regularly? Is it a balanced energy between us? And a way that I work with a heart protector is another meditation, which I'd like to share with you again. It's similar to, similar to the other one. And so it is having the palm heart protector, and that, um, it's called heart protector eight, um, again, on the heart center. So if you'd like to join in with me, then please do. And the other one on my, on my abdomen, on my belly. This time, instead of asking my heart how my heart is, although of course I can do that first, I have a circle of light, almost like the infinity symbol, which is, so there's a circle of light which goes from my shoulder, down my arm, up, then it surrounds my heart, through this shoulder, down this arm, and then that's on my tummy. And then between my two palms, I imagine like a bridge of light. And so the light just goes around and around. and in Chinese medicine, the understanding is that energy or qi will be passing around through that um, circuit that I make. And then some understandings feel that it is um, a way of, um, you know, maybe a more Western understanding is it's a way of using micro gestures to relax the shoulders and also go over into the parasympathetic nervous system. So whichever paradigm works for people in terms of understanding the end result is that it, it really works for me. And the next part of the meditation is actually taught to me by my sister Shakura, who is um, she's a shiatsu therapist and she's also a Qigong healing therapist. And she was explaining to me that when I feel scattered or when I feel overwhelmed, that basically my heart energy 
has has become um, a bit disparate and a bit kind of all over the place. So this way of moving chi through the heart protector meridian or getting myself into super relaxed space and meditative space and then inviting all my heart energy to come back into my body to remind myself that my heart energy is is mine. And so I'll just start the meditation now. And so I'm starting by sending light down my arms, round back into my heart center, circulating my heart. And then sending it down my other arm, round into my belly. And then bringing that light back up into my right hand as an energy bridge. Up into my right shoulder, down my arms, round into my heart center. And up into my left shoulder, down my left arm and into my belly and over the bridge. And then saying to my heart, heart is your energy. Bring all your energy back into your heart. Bring it all back in. Let all your heart energy come home. It's safe to come home. Bring all the energy that I need back into my body. We need to come together again. We need to re-nourish, revitalize. Nothing else matters right now. Come home. It's okay. You can rebuild your vitality, rebuild your resilience, rebuild your courage. And then when you're ready, you can start exploring again. Until then, we can come home. So I use this regularly. <laughs> I find the world quite overwhelming sometimes. And it's really, really handy when, especially when I have a connection with someone else that feels like it's going a bit awry or I've made a mistake. I've said something that may have hurt their feelings. I don't know how to fix it. Maybe they're not feeling connected with me right now. Maybe I'm not feeling connected with them. The first thing I do, bring my energy back to my heart and then work on my heart protector to protect my heart. And then what comes from that tends to be um, the thing that works. So if I feel I've hurt someone's feelings and I feel completely scattered and devastated that I've hurt their feelings and I don't know how to fix it. If I go to them from that space of being scattered, I sometimes freak them out a bit. <laughs> it's like, what happened? And so, but when I come back to my heart and nourish my heart first, then generally the response that I have to them comes from a very peaceful place. Those two meditations are things that I use pretty much daily to start my day, to get me through my day. Um, and also just before I go back to, before I go to sleep at night, to kind of close off the day and ask my heart, is there anything, did I miss anything? Did I, did I not notice at one point that you needed to say something? Especially if I start like overthinking a bit just before I go to sleep, sometimes that's my heart saying, hey, 
can we check in about this? And so I use those two a lot. Um, and within a couple of minutes, very often that fear will start to flow and start to release in my body. And then when I feel like my heart, my heart protector, they they're just somehow there's just a, my heart protector meditation didn't work out today. And there's still something, something just a bit of a disconnect between them. A really good way is to then reach out to someone else because then your heart and your heart protector kind of unify in doing something together and pick someone random and just send them a text or send them an email, send them a funny picture and say, hey, how are you? And that somehow that activity of unifying the heart and the heart protector and caring heart energy towards finding out about somebody else, heart protector, um, brings them together and also nourishes it because then with reaching with connecting with somebody else there's a it's a two-way nourishment thing going on so Abdiya thank you so much so I hope you got as much value out of today's golden nugget as I did remember we are here to inspire you to succeed every single day so be sure to tune in daily whether you're in bed driving in the car or relaxing after your workout listen to these amazing women in our community who are absolutely smashing it be inspired, learn from them, make those connections, build momentum to succeed in everything that you do. And most of all, have fun whilst you're doing it because that's what it's all about. And I'll see you all tomorrow.